is on me. I so feel God, no turns on me. I so feel God, chip running through the. What's up, everybody? <laughs> long time no see, long time no see. Hope everyone is doing well. Welcome to Live Mana Ministries Presents Gratitude Unfiltered. I am so blessed and excited to be here. It's been a month since I last broadcasted, and frankly, I'm I'm excited to be here. This is like literally my favorite thing in the world to do. And it's it's a blessing to be here, as I said. Um, my guest isn't here. I was really excited to have our guest. I was so pumped about it. Um, and he's not here. So <laughs> it's like I'm hanging by myself right now, but that's okay. So you know what I'm going to do? Screw it. Because my guest isn't showing up and this happens. I almost makes me want to go into a tirade. I've The last month, I, I haven't broadcast because the hangover from writing and creating The Devil Inside Me, which some of you have seen, uh, which is the book we just published and the movie that we, we made um, about how I found Christ. And uh, that took a lot out of me. And then I felt like I didn't have to have anything to say. That, and I was really uninspired because I kind of just dumped everything out in that book. Hi, Miller, Sammy Miller, good to see you. Beautiful soul yourself. Great to see you. By the way, you know what pisses me off? I'm going to speak frankly today because my guest isn't here. And now I don't even, I'm not even going to let him in. That it's just, it's to not call. When you, when you are a guest on someone's show and you don't call, you don't say you're going to be late. All it takes is a text. It blows my mind. Hi, Claire. Good to see you. It like, the audacity to schedule an appointment for somebody to, to take time out of their day to be able to help promote your books that you wrote and to support your cause and you don't show up on time and you don't even call or text to say, hey, I'm going to be late. Absolutely punk, bullcrap move. And you know what? If you got in a car accident, you, you, you stubbed your toe, whatever, your internet went down, okay, fine, I'll say I'm sorry. But you know what, I kind of have a feeling that you're just a flake. And there's a lot of flaky people right now. God, you know what, I don't care what happens right now, I'm just gonna vent, I may upset some people, I may say some things that I may regret later, but you know what, this is gratitude unfiltered because I have a lot to get off my chest. <sighs> okay. Holy Spirit, help me. You know what? Maybe I should pray first. Maybe I should pray so I don't say anything I regret. <sighs> Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit. Father God, thank you for the opportunity to broadcast. I ask that you speak to me. I have no message prepared because I was ready for my guest, and he's not here. So you know what that means? You have a plan for this. You have a reason, and I'm supposed to say something that you want me to say. So Holy Spirit, come. Speak through me. Speak through me so that I have the words to say that is going to inspire somebody to be what you've called them to be. So maybe that I can inspire somebody to say no more settling for less, no more holding myself back from my destiny, no more trusting other people that are not worthy of my trust. Father, just speak through me, flow through me, and open up the hearts of everyone listening. And I pray that you give me the words because right now all I've got is venom. And I pray that you can use this for someone's good. I surrender this broadcast to you and, <laughs> and thank you for the opportunity to do what I love in Jesus' name. Okay. Hi, Carrie. Praying first. Good to see you, my friend, who Carrie Olson is the uh, editor of The Devil Inside Me book, and I'm so grateful for her because I, dr I write like a drunk third grader and uh, a, a, hold on, let me back up, a drunk dyslexic third grader. That's how I write. And so she got to edit our, our book. And uh, I, I mean, I had to pray for her because that was a lot. In fact, she had to read all of that. And if you haven't read The Devil Inside Me or any part of it, uh, yeah, it's a little rough. But thanks to uh, thanks to Carrie, it actually is readable. So I'm grateful for her. Fourth grader. Okay, maybe a fourth grader, she says. Who are we to judge? This universe has created this time for you to shine some light. Thank you, Sammy. I appreciate it. I'm not going to judge. Although, here's one of the, the the things that 
really, really irks me in life. Like we, the common courtesy of just being respectful of other people and respect to respect somebody. Sometimes all we have to do is just shut up and listen. And what we have going on in the world right now is a lot of people with a lot of opinions because that's what social media has allowed. It's made our opinions worth something to, to in our minds, but really our opinions mean nothing. They don't, they don't really change anything. You notice everyone's got an opinion, but yet there's no solutions for what we have going on. I'm going to say something about black lives matter. That's going to piss some people off, but here's the thing. And some of you have already waken up to the fact that they're a fraud organization. Uh, and this is nothing about, and they're doing nothing to support black people. I love black people. I love brown people. I love all people. I am not discriminated to anyone but a-holes. I'm tired of a-holes and I'm tired of people who are lying to our face. I'm tired of people saying that they care and they don't. Because the simple action is we just, we follow through. We mean what we say. We're going to do what we say we're going to do. But Black Lives Matter has lied to everyone. Everyone. Because the simple example is this. All day, every day in downtown Minneapolis where we live, my family lives, we hear gunshots all day long. I wake up every single day to hear about another baby being murdered by a gang member. The same gang members that freaking Black Lives Matter goes out and they protest a, they protest over a criminal's death, but not babies that are being murdered. Wake up, people. If you're still supporting this organization and you're not demanding, you're not demanding to know the truth. You're not demanding that they stand up and fight for innocent people, not criminals. And look, I am a former criminal. I'm a former criminal. I'm a former junkie. I'm a former a lot of things. And I know that people can change. I know that God can change people's hearts. But what in the hell are we doing? How are we supporting these organizations that are not supporting the causes they say they are? And everyone has jumped in the in the freaking human trafficking arena. Like, oh, I'm a foundation that um, I, I, I can't even think of something <laughs> off the top of my head. But everyone's jumping into the human trafficking train because it's buzzworthy and it helps with donations. But what's actually being done? What's being done about to stop human trafficking? And I know there's warriors out there that are people that are going in the trenches and fighting. And I'm blessed to have joined the board of a, an amazing organization that is actually equipping human trafficking victims and training them and teaching them. This is where our foundation fits in because we are using the media side of things to help these people launch careers, to give them a different life than being taken advantage of on the public stage, pimping and whoring people out of like, yes, I was a human trafficking victim. And they're, and they're out there getting paid to do these speech, or they're not getting paid. They're being propped up to make their organization look good. But the problem with that is the money's not going to the actual victim. These organizations are not actually doing any good. When you're giving money to organizations, find out where it goes first. Find out where it goes because there's opportunists everywhere. No one is doing what they say they're going to do. This simple act of integrity. Say one thing, but do the other. It's unbelievable to me. Like, there's so many people suffering in the world right now, and they're going to keep suffering because they're holding on to a false truth and a false narrative that is forced down their heads all day, every day. All day, every day, being forced down their throats that this this narrative of what the, what the truth is and what things are supposed to be and it's not nothing is what it seems and you know what for all of you people that are waiting for trump to come back in office guess what he very well could be because you know what I, nothing would surprise me at this point nothing would surprise me if jfk being alive right now wouldn't surprise me it wouldn't it wouldn't surprise me one bit but at the same time you guys are being set up for a, a, a ride that is going nowhere. The simple fact that Trump is pushing vaccines on people, even still, should tell you he is not your friend and he sure as hell is not your savior. Not even close. Not even close. And notice, I mean, here's another thing. Are we not, why are we not rising up against the vaccines when you got, you, it's proven. I saw it with my own eyes. Magnets. Like, you becoming Magneto, 
Magneto, in other words, the X-Men character that's a giant magnet. That's what's happening to people. People are dying all over the place from this vaccine. And they're still pushing it down our throats. What is it doing? Like, you guys are setting yourself up for a quick death. Like, the science is proving this now. And we're still like sheeps, like, oh, free donut, free beer, free pot. Now, in some countries, they're giving away Teslas. Or, like, there's an actual, like, not, you have a chance to win a Tesla. Chance to win millions of dollars for taking this. Why are billions of dollars being spent to promote a vaccine that is killing people? Why don't you, are we not figuring out there's an agenda when the NBA, the NFL, Major League Baseball, everyone is pushing this down your throat. They're bribing you. When the government's bribing you, how can you not go, this is messed up, dude. Something ain't right here. I love you too, Carrie. Thank you. Oh, I'm sweating. I'm sweating so much. Hi, Nala. Good to see you. What else is on my mind? You know what? I've never been somebody that wants to carry a gun ever because I'm afraid I'll use it. But you know what? I may gotta get. It. I may have to get a gun because that's what's happening. Let's go back to Black Lives Matter. Let's go back to the streets of Minneapolis. There's murders every single day. Chicago every weekend. 50, 60, 70 people are murdered in Chicago, in Minneapolis. It's, it is murder central here. Every day, babies are being murdered in the crossfire of gang violence. Every day. Every day. But not a peep from the big organizations. And I, Wesero sent me a message saying there's another organization that's actually protesting these deaths. That's great. But guess what? They're not getting corporate billions of dollars. Billions of dollars are not going to those organizations. In fact, the organizations that are actually doing some good in this world, like ours, gets no love. Gets no love. None. None. But yet, these organizations, because the celebrities are supporting it, Major League Baseball, the pro sports teams, the governments, big corporations, they all got a, they're all pushing it down your throat. Now they're threatening people. You can't get a job if you don't get a vaccine. The same vaccine that's killing people. The same vaccine that is causing you to become magnetic. And you're still believing. Fauci's emails came out. It's clear as day. It's all a lie. Yesterday in Germany, watch this video. This is all over the place right now. In the, 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 the COVID passport, the one that I told you about that was going to happen two years ago, the one that I told you in the Meet the Beast episodes when COVID first started, I told you where this is all going. Here we are. Here we are. Germany's got the vaccine passport. Do you know what it says? There's, there's COVID-19 and COVID-21. In other words, this is a pandemic. It's a pandemic. In other words, it was planned. The World Health Organization, the World Economic Forum, that German crazy guy, what's his name? God, that dude is evil. I wish I could remember his name. That guy, this is all Agenda 22, Agenda 21. It's like this has all been written, written as a plan, written as a vision for what they want to do to the world. The book, The Great Reset, outlines all this stuff. The beef shortages, all this stuff that's happening was planned. And it's not, this is not conspiracy. This is facts. You can go to the government websites and see for yourself. Take the time to turn off the damn news and actually read. Actually read what the government websites are saying to you. CNN is like, Fox is just as bad. They're all bad. Turn them off and go directly to the United Nations website. Just spend some time there today. The World Economic Forum, Forum uh, the World Economic Forum. Check that out. Read about Agenda 22. Read about smart cities and start to connect the dots. Like, how do you not see it at this point? How do you not see that you are being deceived by the people you trust and the church is just as freaking bad? You're supporting demon juice, and damn you, pastors, damn you, 
Damn you for supporting the, the, the this jab. Damn you for supporting the vaccine. You do not know what you're doing to people. The ex-Pfizer CEO came out clear as day. Read the transcript. Hear his voice. That if you had the vaccine, you have three years to live at max. That's not a conspiracy. That's an actual fact. It's demon juice. And if you took the vaccine, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry you were deceived. I'm sorry. But everyone tried to warn every one of you. Every one of you. There's a reason why people that are warning against the COVID vaccine are being eliminated. They're being canceled. They're being shut down. And the president that some of you all love, the one that's not here, the one that's waiting in the shadows, that guy, he supports the same vaccine that's going to kill everybody. Watch Meet the Beast. I did it two years ago. Two years ago. Meet the Beast. Meet the Beast Part 1, Meet the Beast Part 2. Everyone that is thinking that Q is coming to save the day, Donald Trump's coming to save the day, you're grossly mistaken. That is the great deception. The great deception hasn't even happened yet, and yet we're all being fooled. We're all being fooled. I'm telling you right now, we got to wake up, turn off the dadgum news. It is lying to you, it's manipulating you, and it has us at each other's throats. We are the only hope of survival. We. Not the news, not your government. I don't care where you're watching in the world right now. Not your government. None of them. No one is going to save you but Jesus. I believe it with all my heart. And I've been mad at God for two weeks. Because you know what? I'm. I, it, look, it's tough. And I understand that life happens. But it's, it, like, it's funny. Sometimes it takes a little bit when something happens. And it's like, what? Like, I'm doing everything that God asked me to do. And then this weird stuff keeps happening. Why is that? But you know what? Looking back at it, I'm so grateful for it because I was able to learn. And I know it's made us tougher. And I know it's preparing us for what's next. But the simple fact is this. We live in a world that you can't trust anything. Like, people are not dependable anymore. People claim they want to help. People claim they want to serve. And now, under, the, under this umbrella of kingdom people... That kingdom has been bastardized. Kingdom has been has been hoard out for the rest of the world because what kingdom really is has nothing to do with money. It's about relationship. It's about serving. It's about in like kind. It has nothing to do with kingdom wealth, at least from the money sense. Now, money can come from it, yes, but these people that are perverting that need to be shot. Okay, maybe not shot. I take that back. I would track that statement. Forgive me for saying that. They need to be kicked in the nuts because that won't kill them. It just hurt. And if they don't have nuts, well, whatever. Shave their head. It's just wrong. The only way that we are going to survive what's coming, and it's not stopping. Donald Trump is not stopping the transhumanistic agenda. It ain't happening. Agenda 22, he ain't stopping it. It's part of it. You're not a, you're, you cannot be a Scottish right Freemason and give a crap about other people as far as the, the Christians and everybody else. They got their own agenda and it has nothing about making your life better. And I'm sorry that some of you that are going to get pissed off, but guess what? Biden, <laughs> he's not even worth a breath. Like I'd rather Putin as a leader of a country than any of these idiots that have been here so far. I don't know if I can talk politics. I don't care about my 501c3 either because that's going uh, to make my wife mad. Sorry. Sorry, Jessica. I apologize. Uh, uh. I'm fired up. I have so much to say, and I don't even know if I'm making any sense. I'm just fired up because I just keep holding this back. Like, we got to unite as people. We got to unite like heart to heart. We got to find commonality, and we got to celebrate each other's differences. The differences are cool, man. Like differences are cool. And yeah, it takes a little bit of an adjustment to be able to like learn someone else's culture, learn how they communicate. And I'm like, I'm learning this with two kids. I got a five and six year old now. 
freaking love those kids with all my life. But you know what? I learned more from those two children than I learned from any adults I've ever met. I learned more about human relations and all that stuff from those two kids. And, and of course, I, you know, my amazing wife. I'm so blessed to have Jessica as my wife because not only is she compassionate, she's she's like she's patient. And you know what? I'm not always easy. <laughs> I'm not always easy. And and frankly, here in the last what week and a half, I switched to an altar that I have. And as if you don't know, I have what's called DID. I, it's not. I'm not a victim of it. It's just the way it is. And I'm doing everything I can to heal all of my different altars so that they can all be on the path that leads to the Lord and not destruction. But I switched to an altar that scares me to death like a few weeks ago because I allowed this stress that it was building up and this anger at God that was un, there was it was not even justified anger at all. It was not justified, but I was upset. My feelings got hurt and I was being a big baby. I was being a big baby. But guess what? I'm over it now. God's forgiven me. But, you know, I, I just, I, oof, like, I can't take this month long from this break because I think all I'm doing right now is just detoxing by vomiting all over you guys uh, with what's going on in my head right now and my heart. And my heart hurts because I'm seeing people suffer because they're deceived. And some people can't see the truth because they are so blinded by everything that's gone on in the world. This is like... And I'm guilty of this too, because I allowed my anger at God to distract me. I started to try to find comfort in the things that do not really bring comfort. Like just even with my thoughts about sex and my thoughts about just this all of, I, I started slipping back into the dysfunctional way of thinking that got me in trouble because I sat in my anger too long. And even though I tried to release it, like how many of you can experience this? How many of you can that, that can relate to this? And that when you are, are angry with God, there's a disconnect and then that you get distracted. And when you're distracted, you can't hear God's voice the same. We gotta hear God's voice because ultimately that's what guides us. That's what leads us to truth. But when we got the noise box and we got the opinion box on TV, giving us the opinions to have, giving us the content to regurgitate to someone's face to try to prove that our opinion is right. We regurgitate what we hear on cable news so that we can go take someone else's opinion and go face to face with the other person's opinion and go toe to toe. Doing what? You don't really believe it. You were told to believe it. Therefore, you're coming and you're, you're, you're severing relationships with people based on someone's opinion who doesn't even know you or even have your best interest at heart. What the hell is wrong? Well, hell, yeah, sin, evil, that's what's wrong. And we can't fight. I know I'm fired up right now, but we can't fight this, this, this evil with more evil because it spawns more evil. It spawns more evil. We have to live in love and part of love, think about the, I gotta pull this up, hold on. What are the um, the characteristics of love? Let's type this up. Characteristics of, what does it say in the Bible about this? 16 characteristics of real love. This is what the Huffington Post says. Love means saying goodbye to expectations. I don't know if that's biblical or not. I should have pulled up the Bible verses about this. <laughs> love doesn't mean love means saying goodbye to expectations. Man, think about the expectations we place on other people. I think of now that just reminds me of all the expectations I put on my wife that are unfair. Like we expect other people to be perfect, but then do we expect perfection of ourselves? Like, are we trying to supplement our demand for perfection of other people to, to supplement our lack of perfection? Just a thought. Love doesn't play the victim or blame others. Man, love doesn't think others are out to get them. Love doesn't think their loved ones are wrong. Love works together. It takes responsibility. It forgives and allows people's actions to be their journey. 
Love doesn't take things personally. Well, you know what? I don't have a lot of love right now for the people that are terrorizing downtown Minneapolis and Chicago and the other cities that are just ravaged by violence. I don't have any love for that. I love the people that are that are that are that are the perpetrators. I do love them. I was one, and I know that they're fixable. But I believe that with all my heart that only God can fix that. But I don't have to love what's happening to these innocent people all over the world that are being blindly deceived. I don't have to love that. I'm not going to. Love includes letting go. Maybe I need to let this go. But you know what? I can't. I'm tired of seeing people suffering. I'm tired of it. I'm tired of it. Like these organ there's so many there's so many organizations out there that need your support. The people that are actually in the trenches fighting for other people, those organizations are need your support and love, not these other ones, not the ones that all of corporate America, all the M Street, uh, the, 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 the news, mainstream media, all of them, celebrities, pro sports leagues, if they're forcing an organization down your throat, you shouldn't support them, period. Love has, what? I don't want to read this. What is the love? Um, what does the Bible say about love? Here we go. What does Bible say about love? I want to read the fruits, whatever that is. Okay. Love is patient and kind. It is. Love does not envy or boast. God, I feel like I'm like breaking all these rules right now. It is not arrogant or rude. It does not insist on its own way. It is not irritable or resentful. God, I feel resentful right now. What is, okay, so basically I'm condemning myself right now by reading this. Is that what's happening? Is this my, my, my anger is not righteous? Damn it. I hate it when the Bible makes me shut up. Okay, it does not rejoice at wrongdoing, but rejoices with truth. Well, you know what? We're never going to have peace until we have truth. That's, that's a fact. Because all of these people right now that are being deceived, like for instance, who's calling me? Prime example, I don't, I have no bones. I, I really believe that that Shavanaugh guy, whatever his name is, that, that murdered uh, George Floyd, I believe he's guilty with all my heart. But you know what's not right? The fact that the jury was harassed, the judges were harassed, the attorneys were harassed, everybody was harassed. Like, that's not allowing justice to work. When you're trying to manipulate the results, and you're trying to sway the outcome with your own right instead of allowing justice to work? Is that really justice? Was justice really served? Because here's a news flash. Just because the news cameras left, just because the news cameras left Minneapolis, the it, it didn't mean the violence stopped. The violence is worse in Minneapolis after the trial, not better. Not better. Let that sink in for a second. If this was a real, and, and the people on the streets, by the way, they know, they know, they know it was bull crap, but no one cares because they got the outcome that they wanted, but that's not real justice. It can't feel as good. Like, do you really, like, for instance, prime example, like, and, and everybody wants fame. Like, when you start a podcast, you start a TV show, you, you do all these things. Yeah, actually, what you said, a really good thing. I want to put this. No matter the outcome of the trial, there was meant to be an uproar. There needed to be an uproar. There's no doubt. But there needs to be an uproar about a lot of other things. And I was actually just talking about you, um, mentioning the other organization that's out protesting all of these innocent kids being murdered. But the problem is they're not being elevated by the media. That organization should be elevated by the media, and people should give money to them because they're in the streets putting themselves in harm, harm's way to fight against these senseless murders. But these other organizations, the ones that are well-funded, they're not doing crap. And I promise you they're not doing crap because I live downtown. I know what's going on. I've been to George Floyd Square multiple times. We see it, we see what's going on and it's wrong. And you know what? Not all cops are bad. 
not all cops are bad. There's some really bad ones, but there's some really bad preachers too. Not all bad preachers. There's some really bad plastic surgeons, but there's some good ones. It's just life because we're all humans. What we do doesn't define us. And another thing too, I said something the other day. Ah, oh, someone from India. Very cool. Um, did I? Did you just say I'm going to die in three years because I'm vaccinated? Um, I did say that actually. I did say the X. I, those weren't my words because I'm not a doctor, but the XCO Pfizer, you should actually look up the video because it's easy to find. He said pretty clearly that what's been done in this vaccine can't be reversed. I don't know which vaccine you got. I believe he's talking about the Johnson and Johnson one, but what it was done in that vaccine now that it's in people cannot be reversed. And I hate to tell you that, but that's that's what the XCO said. And more and more scientists are coming out saying the same thing to support it. Now, you have to be clever how you look because obviously it's being suppressed because they don't want people to know because there would be an uprising. And that's what they don't want. It's messed up. But, you know, going back to what I was saying before, like, you know, your your gender doesn't define you. Your sexuality doesn't define you. And I posted something the other day, and I don't think people really got it necessarily, or they thought it was a joke, but I was being serious. Like, I struggled with my sexuality my whole life. And some of my alters, they're still weird, but it is what it is. Like, I'm working on healing. I'm doing everything I can to heal and to heal all of me, to be everything that God wants me to be. I'm committed to that, and I've always have been. And, but, like, that never defined me. The labels that we put on ourselves, the labels that we receive from other people doesn't define who we are, but we've allowed it to. Like, do we really need a parade to celebrate our gayness or our bisexuality or transgender? Like, do we need to do that? Like, fine, have a parade. Like, I don't get it. Like, what about a celebrate life day? Like, that, that would be a great parade where everyone just celebrates life celebrates gratitude, celebrates like the blessings that they have, because let's face it, everyone here is blessed. Everyone watching right now is blessed. Every single one of you, like without, without question you are. And, and I know that some, for some of you, that's really hard to tell because you're going through something, you're struggling, you're, you're stuck in a relationship with an abuser, you're struggling with addiction, you're struggling with the, a disease. Maybe you're struggling with COVID, the after effects of COVID. It's hard to see the blessing sometimes. But I heard um, T.D. Jake say this, and I've talked about this a lot. I bring it up a lot on the show, but it absolutely changed my mind. Um, other than saying the blessing is in the breaking, which if you think about it, the blessing is truly in the breaking. But focus on the things that you do have, not what you don't. And when you can focus on the things that you have currently right now, like your breath, your sight, full head of hair, which is trivial, the sun outside, your relationships, your kids, the fact that you have a roof over your head, the fact that maybe you, the only roof you have over your head is the car you're living in. Guess what? It's reason to be grateful. There's a lot there. But we've started focusing on what other people have and not what we don't, and it's flipped gratitude on its head in reverse. And it's the exact opposite of the way it's supposed to be. In fact, everything that right now is happening is to separate us as far away from God as possible. Because the further we are from God, the further we are away from our identity and what we were created to be. You you didn't, like, yeah, your, your, your dad put his penis in your mom's vagina and he you guys created, a, they created you, right? That's how it happened. And that's if you were artificially inseminated. And I don't really know how that process works because I've never been artificially inseminated. But you were brought into this earth. And the fact that you were created in itself is a miracle. And, and like we came from somewhere. And there's no doubt in my mind that we were created by God. And whatever story goes along with how we were created, a rib, a, a, out of dust, none of that does it really even matter. Does it matter really? I mean, if we popped out of a spaceship, I don't even care. But the fact is we had a creator and that creator lives inside of us. 
And that creator lives inside of us. And that, that has the best instruction manual for our lives than anything on the planet. But when you're distracted, you can't hear from the GPS system inside of you that was built inside of you by your creator, which is the Holy Spirit. And that is what guides you. That is what reveals truth. And I'm and here's the thing. At this point in my life, like I always I choke I joke around about this that you can't read the Bible like a James Patterson novel. What that means is you're not just sitting there reading it. Like it's not reading it for sport. You're reading it slowly to understand, to allow the Holy Spirit to reveal the truth to you inside the text of this Bible that is basically like a code book, and that reveals truth to you. But taking it literally at this point. Like when it's saying, talking about like being um, obedient to our government, there's no way in the world that Jesus I know would want me to follow this government. There's no way. So I believe with everything in me that man's grubby little hands corrupted this Bible because there should be an asterisk next to that statement. Because when the government breaks their covenant with us, which they have every government all over the world, they've sold us out. They are not. They are not our faithful servants that are meant to lead us and protect us. They are not that. They are not even close to that. So I don't believe that God wants me to be obedient to anyone but him. Maybe if the system, the kingdom government was set up and run the way it was supposed to, okay, I get it. But not this government, not this government. This is being lied to and deceived is not the leaders I'm going to follow. Leaders that are that are taking away our God given freedoms, leaders that are trying to separate us from the truth, separating us from God. You can't trust. And I don't believe for one second that God wants me obeying anything that they say. Like even our citizenship and the way that's set up, that's, I'm not as educated on this subject at all, but I'm just telling you that there's something about being a citizen to this country that basically says that you're a slave. And again, I'm surfacing over this, but there is a way to get your freedom back. And I'm in the process of doing that because I'm not going to be beholden, is beholden the word, when I'm basically under the thumb of dictators, yeah, it ain't going to happen. And by the way, this is not a knock on just this administration. It's a knock on all of them. Like, I'm not going to be obedient to a government that lies and manipulates and is trying to kill me. This is not. Not. That wants to take away our freedoms. That wants to sell us phony science. By the way, if you look into the history of science, you're not going to find very good things at all. Think about what science said about cigarette smoking. That's one example. But then you want to talk about, like, think of, okay, here's another thing, too. Like, I'm grateful every day of my life that the people before me that had HIV, the researchers, the doctors, and also the people that contracted HIV and then AIDS, I'm grateful for them in their sacrifice. I don't think I think about it every single day. Every single day because the reason I'm able to live a healthy life clean, the reason why I'm able to live undetectable which means I cannot spread it to my wife, I'm it's because of them. But I also have a huge in debt a, a, a huge amount. I'm indebted to India, I'm indebted to the people of Africa because they were raped and pillaged and plunged into all of these experimental trials and didn't ask for it. And it's wrong. And you know who did it? You know who funded all that stuff? The same people that are pushing vaccines on you now. The same people, the same exact people are doing it. This, there was no trial. We are, you. if you took the vaccine, you are the trial. You are the trial that goes into testing to make sure, and ow, now the CDC is going, well, there's been a lot of deaths due to cardiac arrest. Come on. It's The only way you're going to ever know these truths is to turn off your dadgum news. 
like on TV and quit receiving that information that's transforming your thoughts. Detox from it for a little bit and allow the spirit inside of you to show you where to go to find truth because it's not coming out of your television. And please don't take my word for it. My life is spiritual, no science. Amen. I love that. Hi, Gina. Good to see you. I won't obey a pedophile. <laughs> I love his word beyond anything else. I know you do, Gina. You are a true warrior, my friend. And um, and I love your bro. I, I didn't see your show last night. I need to can't wait to watch it. Anything outside is just the art of trickery. All that lays with it is where the magic is. To breathe alone is the art of magic. You are all magic. Feel it, believe it. Uh, where the attention goes, energy flows. Just like a river flowing, it pays no attention to the rocks ahead of it. It flows over them. Throw them around them. Flow like a river. Ah, that's pretty. Why are you running for a jab? Dear God, seriously, be healthy. If you get the flu, go through it. Your system will fight it. Yeah, that's a good point. Because, you know, how the... <laughs> this actually reminded me of something I wanted to say earlier. Yeah. Like the flu disappeared, right? When COVID happened, like there was no more flu cases. And I know that's a kind of a joke for some people, but it is true. Like flu disappeared. Everything was COVID. Like I chopped off my leg. Ah, it's COVID. Like that's where it turned into. It's the same thing with all of these sexualities. Do we need another sexuality? Really? This is what I was talking about earlier and I got sidetracked. Like, look. I'm not here to judge and I'm not here. Like I saw someone post on Twitter, like, do you believe marriage is for a man? Is for a man and woman only and leaving it, you know, do you retweet if you agree? Saw it on Twitter. Here's a problem with that. Okay. You're not leading anyone to Jesus making those kind of statements. Like, and I'm, this is what always makes Christians really, really angry with me is when I say this stuff, but it's true. You're not leading people to Jesus. In fact, because my relationship with Jesus never really developed until I accepted the fact that God loves me the way I am. And at that time of accepting God loving me as for who I am, I'm not saying he loved my sin. I'm not saying that. I'm saying he loved me the way I am. It took me accepting that before I could even begin to love myself. And you know what? You can't really walk with Jesus in a successful manner when you don't love yourself. When you don't love yourself, you don't make loving decisions. When you don't love yourself, that lack of love is not going to keep you from putting a needle of heroin or meth in your arm. you got to learn to love yourself. And I don't believe for one second you can really, really start to love yourself until you start to understand that God loves you the way you are. And then from that point, and then the loving decisions that you keep making for yourself is when God reveals the truth to you about what he wants from you. But going out and marching outside of abortion clinics and marching outside of, 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 of calling people like, ah, marriage is between a man and a woman. Well, you know what? If really, if Christians really honored that, then maybe they wouldn't get divorced. Maybe they would keep their own house in order before they start messing with other people's houses. It's a personal walk with Jesus. Let Jesus lead you to truth, not some knucklehead on TV or some idiot on Instagram or some moron on Twitter looking for retweets. It's not loving. It's not meeting people where they're at. I would have never fallen in love with Jesus had I had Christians marching outside my house calling me a faggot or a bisexual pervert or any of that other stuff. I would have never found Jesus that way. And you know what? You convicting other people is not going to show them Jesus either. Let God convict them. Let the Holy Spirit convict them and back out of people's business. It's not your business. Get your own house in order before you worry about anyone else's. And yeah, is Jesus coming back? Yeah, at some point. But you know, anyone waiting around for Jesus to come back, you're missing the point. You're missing the point. Following Jesus is a full contact sport, baby. And it's wild. It's wild. I'm preaching. I'm not really a preacher. <laughs> it feels like everything is a distraction. It is a distraction. I had Gina and my wife in here. I love it. This is like, this, 
I can almost feel you guys right now. Jeez. Man. And look, when I say love people where they're at, lead with love, I'm not talking about being a wussy. I'm not talking about being a baby. Because you know what? There's nothing that's wussy about the truth. The truth freaking hurts. The truth can be painful. But it heals. You know, the blessing is in the breaking. How many times have you been told the truth that broke you? That broke your heart? That made you cry? That made you suffer? That made you question your existence? That made you question reality? How many of you have experienced that? But what happens after? Because once you're told the truth, then you know the truth. And then you don't, you don't doubt anymore. And when you don't doubt, you're not stuck in your, and locked in your prison of doubt. Like this is, we're being gaslighted at every possible turn. Do you know how you gaslight a gaslighter? With truth. You gaslight a gaslighter with truth. They don't even know what to do with it. It's like the cross up to a vampire. They don't, can't handle it. But that's what people don't want you to do. Because when you start connecting the one of my favorite things about conspiracy, by the way, and this is the, this is a true thing. One of the, you know, faith is a blind faith. Trusting that Jesus is our, my savior is a blind faith. Because I've never seen Jesus. I've heard God's voice. I feel the Holy Spirit fly through me all the time. I love it. But I've never seen Jesus. I've never seen the Holy Spirit either. I've seen some demons. I have, I've, se I've seen occurrences of angels like show up and do some weird things. And by the way, actually, I'm wondering if I can see him now. I think something weird's happening because I can't talk about this. I told Jessica I wouldn't talk about it. Yeah, I'm going to talk about it anyway. In the spiritual realm, I think I got a peek inside the spiritual realm the other day for the first time in my life that I wasn't on mushrooms, uh, sober saw it. And uh, yeah, there's some interesting stuff in the spiritual realm, but, and I wasn't hallucinating because I wasn't the only one that saw it. But man, that was kind of crazy. <laughs> Law of attention, where attention goes, energy flows. By preying on your mind, emotions, circumstances, and health, Satan can make you ineffective to do anything for God. He will cause you to doubt God and doubt your salvation. Well said. Oh, well done. Who else is saying stuff here? Okay. To delay us from God-given purposes. Yeah. The enemy doesn't have to break your legs. All he has to do is distract you. He could distract you with boobs. Distract you with an opportunity. This is like something that's in the Gospel of Thomas that I know it's not included in the Bible. But you know what? After reading the Gospel of Thomas, and for anyone to say that that's not Holy Spirit believed, like everything about the Gospel of Thomas reads just like Jesus' words. It does. Why was it taken out of the Bible? And the book of Enoch, golly, it sure feels like the book of Enoch is talking about what's going on right now a little bit, some of it. Um, it makes me wonder why that, that was taken out of the Bible, because I feel like it belongs there. The Gospel of, uh, of uh, James that one, the one that was taken out, it's a good book too. And again, like, I don't know why these weren't included because some man and group of people decided, but how do we even believe that? Like, again, I'm not knocking the Bible here because I believe the Holy Spirit reveals the truth that's in the Bible, but taking it word for word, I don't think you can do. I don't think you can take it literal. And you know what? It's going to make some people mad that I said it, but again, I don't believe for one second that Jesus wants me obeying this government. I just don't. I just don't. And if I go to hell for that, I mean, I won't, but it's just because it's it's just what I think. And you know what? We all sin. And if it's a sin for me to think that, then I feel bad. And But I haven't been, I have not felt convicted about what I'm saying. I don't believe Jesus would want me to follow this government. There's no way. Pay my taxes to Caesar? This Caesar? No. <laughs> Forget you. Anyway. I'm going to serve the Lord. That's my king. That's my God. That's my government. That's who I'm serving. And I'm not going to apologize for it. So back to the gender thing, like the sexuality thing. We don't, or, or the even, no, gender. We Do we really need this? Because you know what? I swear to you, all of these other genders, there's new ones popping up every single day. Every single day, there's new genders popping up, it seems like. 
when you see one, read about it and go, hmm, is that not a fetish? Because, <laughs> like, I don't even know how to communicate this. That does not sound just perverted. But, like, it, it was like life was a lot simpler when we just had fetishes. Because you keep your fetishes to yourself and it's really none of anyone's business. I don't need to know that you identify as a robot alien with three genders and you like um, stuffed animals and you fall in love with horses. Like that's a sexuality. I made that up completely, but that's a fetish. And life was a lot easier when he kept this stuff, but now we're going out and parading it. I saw today in the news, and this is not fake. Um, I saw today that now they're selling sex toys for three-year-olds. Sex toys for three-year-olds. Are you freaking kidding me? To teach them about being a different sex? Let me tell you something. And I, the, you can't, this is really hard to find, but I swear to you, this is real. I swear to you, and and I, I, like, I promise you, this is real. And the, it is out there. It's just hard to find. But the reason why little boys and girls are sodomized as part of rituals, of these satanic rituals, part of the reason why they're sodomized is because the penis going in the anus causes a personality split. So your anus is attached to your spinal cord, which goes up to your brain. And that split, that trauma that happens, causes the split in the personality. This is where you get DID from, BPD, and so on. Part of the grooming and training that goes on to be able to make these basically sex slaves is, is it, that's where it starts. The initiation is that. You don't have to believe me, but this, this big push for kids and sexuality and all that stuff, I'm telling you, is the Satan's game. My little, my little daughters do not need to know about ass play. They don't need to know about sexuality yet. They don't need to know. Because the problem with trying to figure out what your sexuality is and trying to embrace that, the problem with that, and I'm guilty of this too, by the way, because I've tried to make my sexuality over the years fit into like this box or like what it's supposed to be. And I've tried to make it be something for me and it's not it's just a thing that really doesn't matter your sexuality does not dictate god's plan for your life it doesn't but needing to identify as this and to take that label as ownership as it's your identity is freaking wrong and they're sexualizing these kids let me tell you something i'm a 42 year old pervert in recovery do you know what that means? That means that because I was so from the age of, I mean, really, I know it started before then, but from the first time of being molested on, I trained my brain. It was constantly seeking the escape from reality through sex to the point that as now a married man that's seeking to live, to lead a godly home with a, and, and lead a godly family and to have a king, a true kingdom family i'm still working on my brain to to, to, to to take away the extreme perversion in which it's operated at like it's completely desensitized me to almost everything and it's and it's a problem and you know what thank god for my wife who's lovingly helping me heal in that department and it's a fun process we're getting to work on it with her but you know what it's tough and people that have been victims of, of, of sexual abuse and sexual trauma and people that have been cheated on, people that have exposed themselves to situations that are probably not the safest or healthiest, it's really hard to come back from that. It's really hard to come back from that. And you can talk about healing. You can talk about being delivered. But you know what? You can let that stuff back in your life just as quick. It just happens. Um, let's see, by praying on your mind, emotions, circumstances, and health, Satan can make you ineffective to do anything for God. I think I read that. So we need to continue to work on ourselves every day. And Jessica says it's all worth it. I love you too, babe. Man, our identity is not 
who we are sexually. Our identity is not our color of our skin. Our identity is not even our gender. The two or the 55 or 70 that other people try to claim exist. And I'm not trying to be insensitive, but taking these things on as your identity is part of the problem that's keeping you from seeing truth, from even knowing who you really are. Because if you're claiming, you're taking the identity of something you're not. Like, I'm not even a man. I'm not even a woman. Like, hold on. I mean, I, I am a man. I have a penis. Um, <laughs> this is the problem. We're just talking off the top of my head. I'm going to say things that I may wish I didn't say. I, Because, <laughs> you know, that part could be edited out. Like, I'm not even a man. Like, that that would be a bad clip to have played later. <laughs> We're human beings. We're human beings. We're God's children. We were created by God to serve his fellow man that he created. We are God's children. We're here to serve each other, using our gifts to be a blessing to other people. We are here to be a body of Christ, which means we're all using our gifts. We're operating in our gifts. We're operating in our purpose. And we're doing this for the betterment of mankind. It's pleasing to the Lord. It's part of our purpose is serving our fellow man. And I'm not against protest. And you know what? I'm not even against riots. I'm against destroying other people's property. That's innocent. I'm absolutely. But you know what? I mean, I can't say that. I think I'd get sued for that. Okay, hold on. Let me back up. I'm all for fighting for what's true. I'm all for that. I'm not all, I'm not about fighting to force my religion down your throat because I have no religion. I follow Jesus. It's not religious. And it sure as heck doesn't look like anything like what you know most churches tell us it is. Not that. Like I don't even know where to start. I hope the one thing I do hope that happens over the next few weeks, I pray that the truth comes out in a way that is undeniable. And it's going to hurt. It's going to hurt bad. But the only way on earth that we're ever going to heal, that we're ever going to start to see each other the way we used to see each other, that we see start to see each other the way God sees us, is, is with truth. And then maybe we can start having some real conversations because you know what? Black voices, Asian voices, um, you know, I mean... It's I, yeah. There's been a lot of people that have been held back and suppressed and all of that. I I understand. Part of why we have voices for the voiceless and our and our broadcasting network is to elevate the voices for the voiceless. It's to help other people rise that normally wouldn't get a shot. That's what it's about for us. So me going after Black Lives Matter has nothing to do with the fact of being me being a racist because I'm not. And. I'll let other people fight that battle for me. You can accuse me of what you want, but the evidence is pretty clear. And I'm not a dummy. I'm not a, especially not a dummy because I don't sit in front of the news all day. <sighs> Heavenly Father, thank you. I hope there was a point to this message because I have no idea. But it sure felt good to talk. It felt good to get off with to 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 get out what has been hiding or just been sitting inside for so long, it feels good for this. And I'm grateful for this platform to do that. I'm grateful for the people that watched and I hope it made sense. And I hope there was a point because I don't know, but I surrender this to you, Lord. And I just ask that anyone out there that is struggling to know who they are, I just ask that you lead them to that truth, to, to give them the courage to turn off the distractions, anything that's distracting them, anything that's putting noise in their mind that doesn't belong, Lord, I ask that you give them the courage to turn it off and tune in to what you have to say, because ultimately you are the only thing that's true. Even me, I'm not true. I'm flawed. Everybody here watching is flawed, Lord, but you are true. You are perfect, and you have the perfect purpose for our lives, and help everyone that's watching, watching right now recognize 
what's true, what's real, and that the and 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 help them recognize the plans that you have for their life. Because ultimately, you created us with an awesome plan, each and every one of us, Lord. Help us see that truth. Help us know that truth, and help us live that truth. In Jesus' name, Amen. You guys have a blessed day. Thanks.